Hey there, I'm Nicole Bagley, host of the Hair of the Dog podcast, and welcome back to round three of our coaching journals. What are the coaching journals? The coaching journals are a special program we have inside of Elegate in which these two lovely ladies, Monica Adolstinson and also Christy Baker, and by the way, I think Monica, I said your name right. Uh, finally, after month three, I'm getting the hang of it. <laughs> anyway, these two ladies have uh, agreed to have their journeys shared with everyone in exchange for getting some additional bonus coaching from Heather. And so these are the extra bonus coaching calls that we are sharing here. They've also been updating inside the Elevate program, letting people know what they've been trying each month, what's working, what's not working, how they're doing towards their goals. And these guys are doing great, by the way, towards their goals. Um, And in fact, uh, Monica last month, uh, if you listen to Coaching Journal number two, uh, had quite surpassed her May revenue goal, which was awesome and well on our way for June. So anyway, congratulations to both of you ladies. Um, you guys have been doing a great job. I'm really proud of you. And, um, without further ado, go ahead and roll those coaching journal tapes. Welcome to the hair of the dog podcast. If you're a pet photographer ready to make more money and start living a life by your design, you've come to the right place. And now your host, pet photographer, travel addict, chocolate martini connoisseur, Nicole Begley. Okay, Monica, first of all, congratulations. You are just killing it. You are winning. What are your (laughs) thoughts? Tell me. Oh my gosh. I feel so good. Like, yeah, I've definitely been on a high from like hitting my goal. I'm still like, I I don't want to say I'm in shock. I'm just like really happy and like believing in like the actions we're taking are pushing our business forward. So I'm just like leaning into that. (laughs) What is your primary thought around that? Let's capture it because we can lean on it even more, but especially when things maybe get challenging. Yeah. So my favorite thought right now has been like the actions I am taking are pushing me forward and getting me to reach my goals. Mm. Um, I'm t- and I tell myself that like, I'm taking every day, I'm taking action to reach my goals, whether that be like posting on social media, it can be like little things, right? It doesn't have to be like huge actions, but like every day I'm doing something. So <laughs> that's good. Um, the actions I'm taking are working every day. I'm doing something. Um, I like this idea of just, um, and I've shared this with you where I just, think everything is working. Everything is working. Yes. <laughs> everything I'm everything I'm doing, everything I'm thinking is working. And then it just helps you to feel more confident about the actions that you're taking. So you continue to take more action. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay, great. Okay. So what are we working on now? Okay. So right now I'm working on uh, interviewing people for the art gallery project. So it, I, okay. I was, I tried to manage my expectations a little bit. So I was a little disappointed. I only had 14 people apply to be in the art gallery. Um, and there's 12 spots. So it's a matter of like, you know, getting those people to re- get on the call and like chat with me and that whole thing. So I think there's going to be less people in the gallery than what I had early, earlier anticipated. So just because like you have fallout, right? Like some people back out, whatever. So (laughs) what were you thinking in terms of uh, applications that you were going to get? I was thinking like at least 30, like, Mm -hmm. cause it's free to apply. Like it was very easy to apply. And I had the applications open for a month. Um, 
And we even, so we went to local businesses and like put up our, our flyers. And it was so nice because so many businesses actually put our flyers in the window of their business. Amazing. So we got a couple of people from that, which was great, but not as many as I was expecting. <laughs> yeah. Where, where did you so, primarily get, was there any one place in particular that you got the most from? Mostly from the rescue that it's benefiting. Yeah. So yeah, which is which is nice because like, of course, it's a art gallery benefiting them. It's nice mm-hmm. to see their alumni in that gallery, mm-hmm. but it wasn't like the goal. But mm-hmm. And did you send yeah. out to your list as well? Yeah, I sent it out to my list only twice. I posted it on social media many, many times, mm-hmm. um, probably uh, I'd say like six or seven times at least. Um, and then like people were resharing it, the organization shared it, the ice cream shop shared it, that the art gallery is going to be at. So that was good. Um, but yeah, not a ton of applicants. Okay. Where, where do you think we could improve that? Gosh, I think I could have given myself more time, um, to maybe like, uh, ramp up and like get people pumped about it before. Cause it, this is the way my brain works. I get an idea and I'm like, let's do it right now. Yeah. Let's just do it. And I don't give myself much time to like ramp up. So I probably should have done that. Um, yeah. I'm trying to think of other ways I could have like, I wonder if you could have structured it. Like, yeah, I love this idea of ramping up. I think of a runway. Yeah. It's like, if the airplane Ooh. is going to take off, it needs a runway. Yeah. So it can't, you can't just like magically lift an airplane into the air and it flies. Just okay. jump. Yeah. Right, right. Like go and it's up. Okay, V1. And yeah. then, okay, you need a runway in order for that airplane to get the lift and the speed it needs to get up. Now, and also that runway, I'm thinking applications are not open during the runway. Right. There is a runway in a buildup with a date in a very, very brief timeline, like applications are only open for three days. Ooh, okay. But you can't, you can't create a post and say applications are only open for three days starting right now. Everybody please share as quickly as possible. Right. You have to create the runway prior to and get people excited for the date of the release of the spots are opening. Then they open and they close very quickly. So uh, I'm assuming that you just started sharing and putting it out there and they were open then for the 30 days. And it was just way, way too long. Wait, way too long. I even had some people apply the day after and I was like, oh, again, yeah, like, obviously you're still in, but like, but really? <laughs> cause I yeah. need, I need you. <laughs> right. But, um, and yeah, so yeah, I like that. Okay. Next year. I'm ready. Yeah. Building down. up the runway and <laughs> essentially you're hyping it up prior to yes. it's a limited time and there are very limited spots and it, there's, yeah. so there's urgency and you want to be part of, I mean, in everything that you're already doing, you just, I think this was just um, a positioning thing. I think we could have positioned it in a way to make it more effective. And in the, yeah. at the end of the day, it still worked. Right. You yeah. did get 14 <laughs> applications and you wanted 12. I, I understand there yeah. could be fallout, but so it worked. Yeah. It's just, I think we could make it more effective. Exactly. Yeah. It wasn't like my calendar contest that was just like overflowing with. <laughs> what do you think the difference think was though then? Oh there? goodness. I think there, so there was more collaboration. Like, so we included a business each week 
that um, like sponsored that week. And so then that business would share it and that they would get more people mm. to join as well, which was really cool. Um, mm. So just like more collaboration and that's something to think about. Like how can I next year get more yeah, more business collaboration, <laughs> more collaboration from individual businesses to help yeah. just spread the word. And is there a way I'm thinking as I speak to get people interested in this on your email list so that you could remind them and speak to them more directly? Because here's the thing we're, we're sort of at, um, not as empowered when the other businesses were waiting for them to tell their people or for them to send out an email or put it in their window or whatever it is they're doing. I'm just wondering, is there a way to collaborate that also gives me a little more control? Like, I wonder if you went to a business and said, Hey, I'm going to write five emails for you. Yeah. Because nobody (laughs) has time to write and I don't, I don't want to, you know, I'm going to write five emails for you to send out over the course of the next week leading up to this and make it super simple. Like how could I add more value and make this easy for you? So a couple of weeks ago, I got an email from a client of mine asking for a letter of recommendation. And I, my first thought was, oh my gosh, of course, I love you. I want you to succeed, whatever you need from me. Absolutely. But Monica, I hate to write and I have no time for it. So I replied back to her and said, I would love to do this for you. How about you just like write or give me an example or write it. And then I'll, I will sign my name to it happily. Yeah. Like, yeah. How can I make this easier for the person I'm asking to help? How can I provide more value? They want, I would have to believe that these businesses want to email their clients on a more regular basis. And Mm -hmm. if you wrote something for them, maybe you would send it. That's a really good idea. Yes. Thank you. I have like so many little spider like ideas. Yes. Little webs of (laughs) ideas for next year. Yeah. Whenever I'm asking somebody for something, um, my first thought is always, how can I add value first Yes. as I ask this request? I I mean, you're obviously adding value in multiple ways with the, with things that you do, but like, how can I make this a no brainer for them as easy yeah, and seamless easy. as possible. Yes. <laughs> Cause they're busy, you know, oh like God. everyone else. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. I want an easy. Yes. <laughs> yes. Easy. Yes. Like no brainer. They'd be like, of course, Monica, whatever you, whatever you need. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> they're going to be thanking me. <laughs> yes, of course. We love you. Whatever you want, Monica. Right? We'll say, how about you write our, our emails all the time? Meanwhile, I'm jumping over to chat GPT asking for help. Yes. <laughs> I asked chat GPT to generate 52 blog post ideas for me recently. I just was like, here, I need, I need some help. <laughs> I love it. It's the best thing ever. It yeah. is. I'm in chat GPT every single day asking it something. And it is so yes. fun. It's like totally off the rails and it just makes me laugh but I'm actually surprised at how often I'm like whoa that's actually really helpful yeah (laughs) it's 
great. Actually good. It's actually good. <laughs> well, you, yeah. did you happen to catch that chat GPT training in Elevate where we, yeah, that was good. That's where I got hooked. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Great. Okay. I was on like an old, older version of a different AI system. And you were like, no, this is, yeah. this is better. This is, this is pretty interesting what's happening here. Yeah. I actually yeah. have it open on my screen right now. I was asking it for help with, um, podcast. I asked if I asked it if it could help me. And then I said to it, what do you need from me to get the best results? And then it told me what it needed. I gave it what it needed. And that, it was just, Oh amazing. my gosh. Yeah. That's great. I know. <laughs> I love okay, it. Fun. Okay. I don't want to get derailed. What else? <laughs> um, so I, it's kind of awkward. So like I selected my dog guardian day winners in May. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's mm -hmm. mid June. I've had, so I selected four winners, one booked immediately. The two others I've had a chat with, like a consult with, and let them know, like, hey, here's the booking link. They haven't booked. It's been like a couple of weeks. And I've sent them their reminders, like, you need the schedule. And I'm just kind of at this point where I'm like, do I set like a hard deadline for them? Cause I think, unfortunately, in the rules and terms, which I don't think they even have access to, because I didn't email them the rules and terms, but like, the little thing that they applied with it said they had six months to book the session, which mm. is my bad, my bad. I should have made mm -hmm. it shorter, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I'm like, should I like get them a shorter deadline? Like, how do I get them the book? What do you think? Do you know the answer to that? I know I need to get them a hard deadline. Like right now. <laughs> yeah. 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 Email yeah. today or this week that says yeah. you have until the end of the week to schedule your session and the session must be scheduled prior to the end of next month or whatever, you know, yeah. but I want it on the schedule and I want it done by a certain date and like hard stop. Yes. And yeah. then if they don't, was... they don't. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. That's totally fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's we actually, you and I have been through this a couple of times on different things about setting yes. hard deadlines with less time. Yes. You like to give people a I'm lot so of time. I'm so bad at it. I do. It's so frustrating. Oh my gosh. And okay. But like, why? Yeah. What's the, and what's the driving thought do you think behind, you know, a 30 day <sighs> window to apply for instance? Right. Oh, I'm, I think I give myself that time because I'm worried people aren't going to see it or mm. they'll see it and then forget. Mm -hmm. And so like having the runway, like next year, like that's not going to, that's not going to give me that same kind of feeling because like they've had time to look at it. And so like, yeah, having six months to, um, book your session is ridiculous, Yes, but like, there's a, yeah, I just, yeah, I struggle with it. Yeah, but I want to get I want to get to the the thought that's causing you to give people Ooh, so right. much time. Yeah, what is it? So I think the thought is in my mind. Okay, I've given someone this this product for free, right? Like they get the session for free, but then they are on the hook for paying for the photos and all that. And in my mind, I've just sprung this expense on them that they weren't maybe expecting to pay because like they've been announced a winner. They didn't come to me and be like, we're ready for photos. But then now that I think about it, why did they apply if they weren't ready for photos? <laughs> so why am I giving them so long? <laughs> like they're, yeah. Well, I, I yeah. listen, if the thought <laughs> is, I wrote this down. If the thought is, I put them on the hook and I sprung this expense on them. Then you feel what when you think that? I feel a little guilty. Yeah, like, guilty. And then you yeah. know what's in your action line? 
you give them six months. Yeah. You set, you set this crazy, like no deadline deadline. (laughs) Yeah. You have till the next century to schedule your session, (laughs) but that's coming that action line. If you think in terms of the model, that action line is coming from the feeling of guilt because you're thinking I sprung an expense on them. Yes. Yeah. If I'm thinking I sprung an expense on someone, of course, I'm going to feel badly about it. And then I'm going yeah. to say, well, like, okay, I'll, I'll give you as much time as you need or you okay. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what is a different thought that could also be true? Oh, they are excited to be selected and they needed this push to have family photos that they will remember forever. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, I like to tell myself this as well. There's a reason they reach out to me. I think That's I said right. this before. Like, there's a reason they reach out to me. Like, they need these photos. And, it's true. And, right? And so they applied fully expecting, maybe they were expecting a response. I would. I'd be like, I'm a winner. Like, I'm going to win this. So, like, why wouldn't you expect to get those photos done right away? Yeah. I love that. <laughs> they are totally excited. Off. <laughs> so there's a couple of thoughts that you could choose to think here yeah. that might serve you better. One is they're excited. Yeah. Another is one of my favorites. They are ready, willing, and able to pay. Yes. Because they they would not have entered without being ready. Yeah. Like the, so to true. your point, what you just said was they entered for a reason. Yeah. So they're excited and they're ready, willing, and able to pay. If you truly believe that, like they want this. And what I offer is like getting them to book in a timely fashion is actually doing them a favor. That's a service. Because if you give me too long to do something, I actually hate that. Like the person asking for the letter of recommendation, if she said you have six months, I would be like, well, first of all, I'd wait six months and I would hate that. But if she, I said, when do you need this by? Like, tell me today, literally tell me you need it today because then I'll get it done and I'll get it (laughs) off my list. That's service. That's actually helping someone. Yeah. So if you're thinking (laughs) I offer a service, they're excited, they're ready, willing, and able to pay. How do you feel? Oh, I feel more confident about that. And I, it makes me feel a little bit more settled in this project <laughs> confident yeah, sounds like secure yes yeah I don't feel so uncertain about yes um, when are they gonna book when are they gonna reach out like there's no question it's just this is this is it this is a deadline <laughs> because you're you're the professional offering the service you get to decide that yeah so if you're feeling confident and secure could we go to your action line and then say okay, you have X number of days to book this. Like that's an action step. Yeah. (laughs) Set deadline and and communicate it clearly that you need to have your session booked, you know, use this link to get your session booked in the next week, but the session has to be completed within the next four weeks. Yes. Love it. And then guess what happens when you're thinking, they're excited. I'm excited. They're ready, willing, able to pay. You're feeling confident and secure. You set deadlines. The result is they are excited. You are excited. And the session gets done in a timely fashion and everybody wins. Yes. (laughs) This is your intentional model versus a minute ago, the unintentional model of feeling guilty. Yeah. 
that's not what I wanted out of that. Right. <laughs> that was not my intention. <laughs> no, of course not. No, no, no. You were, yeah. you were, you were just driven by an unconscious thought you didn't realize was having an impact on your result, which is like yeah. the beauty of the model. It's exactly what we're always talking about. The thought was I sprung yeah. this expense on them. You were, you know, that thought pops in your brain and you don't, you don't immediately think like, what's wrong with that? That's not a harmful thought in of itself. Like, I actually right. just feel bad. Like, look, look at me. I'm so virtuous. I feel bad that I did this. It's all like, it doesn't sound like it could be bad, but it's very insidious because it leads to inaction or loose deadlines or not getting things done. So we just have to like pull out the unintentional model so we can see like, how could we make this better? Yes. I love it. I need to like sit with my thoughts and like, you know what I mean? Like actually like, cause those thoughts come up and I didn't even think to like pause and recognize that and be like, okay. <laughs> we don't even question Let's it. Think, right. Yeah. It's just like, that's my brain. My brain served me that. And I was like, sure, that, that makes sense. I didn't stop to think about Monica, it. <laughs> the biggest problem we have is believing what our brain tells us. Don't believe yeah. everything your brain tells you. In fact, get super like diligent about questioning the thought. We're actually going to talk about this in our um, Elevate call this week about yes. celebrating our wins <laughs> and not celebrating our wins and some of the unintentional models we create from apathy. And it's just oh. so interesting. We have these very basic thoughts like, well, I'm not where I want to be yet. And it sounds like an yeah. innocent sentence in your brain, but it creates apathy, which produces inaction and then the results that you don't want. So yeah, we're going to yeah. talk about it, but questioning, you just it. like believed the thought, didn't ever question it. And then everything flowed from there, from that yes, one it's sentence. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Last minute thoughts. Or what are we, what are we working on next? Where are we, where are we headed? Boy, next. Um, so actually my husband and I, we like brainstormed this morning. So we have a bunch of fun ideas that we're going to start working on. So like just broadening our reach for like, um, dropping off more rescue adoption cards. Cause we give discounts that people have just adopted a dog, just like little things like that. He had an idea where we should go to mortgage brokerage companies and uh real estate agents and see if we can like yeah because like love that especially for like you bought a new home you should have some gorgeous photos in that home and like dropping off one of our give them like a little discount for you know a session with us they can put in their little welcome home package so I just love that thinking of ideas right yeah, yeah. the real so real estate brokerage firms I would be all over that a hundred percent you could right. meet a bunch of those people and just you know create this network and be friends with them and offer something and they would look good and you know um, again my thought is how can I add value to them how can I make them look good oh I know this yeah. photographer and she offers this and don't you want a new photo in front of your home with your pet yes. like it's so beautiful to remember this time yeah I love yeah. that I think it's brilliant yeah yeah we have like here I'll just show you a very long list oh, of yes. ideas I did the whole like we're Good ideas, bad ideas. We're throwing them all out there. So I am excited to start working on those. Good for you. No idea <laughs> is off the table. I love that like methodology with brainstorming. Like, I don't care how wacky it sounds. Don't try to figure out how. Don't try to understand logistics. Just like any and every idea is on the table. And then we can go through them and pick out our favorites. I love that. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, great. Enjoy the rest of your day. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. I'd love to hear how things are going for you, what you're working on, where you're stuck. Tell me everything. Okay. Um, things are going well. Um, a lot of change happening um, in my life. Okay, tell me. <laughs> I'm actually three months pregnant. Um, <laughs> well, congratulations. Thank you. I would say that's a pretty big change. Yes, very big change. Um, both expected and unexpected. Um, <laughs> okay, so, fine. Yeah. So it's been awesome. Um, I'm really excited. Like it's been wild. Um, but yeah, that's a big change, right? Personally. And then that yes. also your business. Um, so the fatigue for like the last month was freaking awful. Yeah. Unbearable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I was like with my camera photographing sessions I was like, just try to come up with something. <laughs> I don't think people understand that level of fatigue until it happens. It's like otherworldly. Yeah. I never knew like how bad it would be. I'd always like heard about nausea, morning sickness, all that stuff. That wasn't as bad for me. It was just like, I wanted to sleep all day. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you're busy growing a human, you know, organs and such take a lot of work. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Much more than I had ever realized or anticipated. So, um, definitely try to give myself some breathing room, but I've had I think six or seven sessions this month and I have one uh, no, I moved that person back to July. So I got a couple moved back, which was nice. Um, haven't had any of the sales sessions yet. Those take place tomorrow and the next week. Um, so that, that should be really good, but I was really happy with the sessions. I think most of them went well, despite the like fog and (laughs) (laughs) you did it, you figured it out, right? Yeah. Figured it out. Um, yeah, I think right now I'm still like kind of in with that news very much like how do I protect my boundaries in a much more efficient way, especially Mm. knowing what's coming in the next several months, Mm. um, to a year. So and then obviously life after that. Right. So that's kind of top of mind for me. Um, and I know last time we talked, I was like, people aren't showing up for their ordering appointments. And I think I was mostly so tired. I just wanted to take a nap and I was like, Oh, right. I have to stay up. to Right. You. Um, but now it's a lot of like, well, this needs to be like, needs to be a really good reason for me to reschedule something. Mm, you know, yes. Somebody might be really impacting my life or my kid's life or my husband's life. So, um, that's like becoming top of mind. So I've definitely asked like lots of questions during Jess's coaching call, Mm -hmm. kind of like some ideas of like how people structure things and stuff like that. So I feel like I have good key takeaways and those are kind of the next steps for me to work on. Once I get these client sales sessions done, I'm like, okay, these are like the three things I want to work on. Um, okay. So so tell me, so, okay. We get these client sessions taken care of. What are the three things you want to work on? Um, so I just put together a product guide. I finally finished it. So I'm really excited to get that into my workflow, sharing that with clients, uh, and inquiries. Um, so implementing that, um, I want to increase my prices. Um, I see just like from a volume perspective, I'm like, I could try to take on 70 clients a year, or I could try to scale it back and increase price Mm -hmm. and, figure out what work, what works, so it doesn't work, test something out mm-hmm. um, and then go from there. Uh, so I would like to have that implemented probably by end of July. For sure. Yep. Um, 
And then really starting to create more structure around these are the days I shoot. These are the days I offer sales sessions. These are the days I take inquiries and actually segmenting it out. Not just like, well, my calendar is kind of open. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Chrissy, I have this concept called the ideal schedule that I use. Okay. And I started years ago, the way I approached this was I created a Google calendar called ideal schedule. Nice. And then I structured it. Like if everything were perfect okay, and I could set this up exactly how I wanted, when would I do sales sessions? When would I do calls? When would I do shoots on what days during what time frames? And I want, I actually want you to physically do this exercise. Do you use Google calendar or something else? I use Google calendar. Okay, perfect. So you, you create it and you name it ideal schedule and you just lay that out in a perfect world. And the beautiful thing is that you can click that schedule on and off. So it overlays your current schedule. And here's what will happen. You'll, the first time you do it, it won't match up at all. And you'll be like, well, (laughs) there's some things we need to work on. (laughs) But it will magically start to just like, work. You'll start to see, oh, okay. So like, let's, let's do a real example. What days would you like to shoot? Uh, right now, Thursday, Friday, or Saturday mornings, and then only two a week. And then once one gets booked, I just pull one, another day off. Okay, perfect. So on that ideal schedule, you block off those timeframes and you just write shoot shooting time. And then you do the same for like ordering appointments or if you, if you're doing zoom calls versus in-person, whatever that looks like, Mm -hmm. you put it on your ideal schedule and then you just start to follow it. You start to, as you schedule things, you, you're looking at your ideal schedule and they will just magically start to line up. And then at some point, just delete the ideal schedule. You don't need it anymore, but it's amazing then what you can accomplish because it's very structured and you know, it actually, so some people think this like confines them, you know, or is um, too rigid. Yeah. I actually believe it gives you more freedom and flexibility because if you know that you're shooting Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and you know, for the next month, you have two of those booked and it's like full And then you see that there's a week open, you know, and somebody asks you for Wednesday and you're like, you look at your schedule overall and you're like, yeah, I can do that. Or no, I can't. It actually becomes exceedingly clear what's possible, what you, when you can bend and flex and when you cannot, which to me, I think is the definition of freedom. For sure. Yeah, no. And I really like, I like having structure. I like having freedom. So the, like, if I create structure that my brain is like, okay, I'm really good with this. All right. This is how I do things. And then when it's, you know, there's those times where an end of life session comes up and it's like right. the rules. Yeah. I feel comfortable in doing that today. Correct. So if you trust your structure, you will feel comfortable bending rules when necessary. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I think that'll just make it so much easier with clients from just like a, an experience perspective, making sure it's seamless with them instead of being like, do I have this day free? Do I not have this day free? Um, Cause that's also like been a hilarious. I'm like, I have to schedule doctor's appointments. When do I want to do them? <laughs> like, 
Yeah. And so you could actually put a day or two on your personal calendar that are for errands Mm. and appointments and those types of things that are blocked off from any type of client work. So let me share with you a couple of examples. I had one photographer friend who was a family portrait photographer, really good, super overwhelmed, just taking clients all the time. She had three little kids and she was like, Heather, I'm burning out. I can't do this. And I said, what would you do in an ideal world? And she said, I would only photograph Tuesday evenings. And I said, done. That's the only time people can book you. Here's the next Tuesday I'm available. So what started happening was her calendar was booked out three, six, nine months in advance because she really honored it. She stuck to her calendar. This was probably oh my gosh, 16 or 17 years ago, years ago. And I think to this day, she still only shoots on Tuesdays. It just became like her thing. Then there was another photographer I worked with who at the time was photographing everything. She was trying to figure out what her niche was. And she said to me, I don't want to photograph evenings and weekends ever again. And she was shooting families and weddings. And I was like, okay, um, what can we do (laughs) with this new information? And she said, I want to do studio newborns and I only want to shoot Tuesday and Thursday mornings, period. And I said, what's preventing you from doing that? Put it in your schedule. So what she does, she shoots Tuesday, Thursday morning. She edits, delivers the same day. She never has a backlog of work ever. That's awesome. Ever. She has three small children. She had to figure out how to make it work for her. And I think um, last year, I want to say she hit, just under six figures. She's not, uh, but that was not her goal. Her her goal, excuse me, is not six figures. Her goal is like a balanced life and harmony and doing what she loves with photography, but also honoring her commitments. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. I love it. And also like, what a dream, what a dream. And you, I mean, it's your business. Isn't that the whole point? Yeah. 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 No. And like, that's ideally like, that's where I get like within 24 hours, I've cold and like done basic color correction edits on every image by that point have to get a new laptop to do that so that's my next goal is also to do that my lightroom is so slow um, so that's uh that's the next step but yeah no that's super cool i love it yeah and i set up a day currently the way my schedule looks is like i have a day an administrative day where i don't book calls so mm-hmm. You know, I spend a lot of time on Zoom teaching yeah. and podcasts, screencasts, all of it. So Fridays are blocked off for me. No calls. I I mean, every once in a while I will, you know, an elevate every once in a while I do a Friday call. But for the most part, there are no calls on Fridays. And I used to protect Mondays, but now I'm getting, um, I'm shifting a little bit with that. I'm allowing a little more uh, flexibility for scheduling calls. Wednesdays. So Monday, Wednesdays, and Fridays were like blocked off for administrative and content creation. Tuesdays and Thursdays were calls. That's how it started. It's sort of evolved, but I'm still really cautious about Fridays, especially Friday afternoon, because if you want to just like take half a day or do something fun, like, again, isn't that the point? You know, there is only one person that I will schedule their one-on-one coaching call with Friday morning is Nicole Begley. <laughs> I figured that was going to be the case. And that's because that's the time that worked best for us on, on a consistent basis. So I don't even, I don't even like include that because those calls are so much fun, but Anyway, the point is I have guaranteed administrative time in my schedule. So I'm never anxious about getting things done ever because it's protected. It's there. Yeah. 
like it. So good. Okay. Okay. You did ask a question though. Um, I think it, it was, I don't know, rhetorical. You said like, how do I protect my boundaries going into this new season? Yeah. 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 And that's a little rhetorical, a little like always open to feedback advice. Um, Cause I think, you know, many of people have been there and I haven't. <laughs> well, what do you think? Like if you were to answer the question, how would you do that? Um, I think it is truly like an ideal schedule, figuring out what works for me, um, knowing that what works today may not work. Oh, that's important. Mm -hmm. Right. So I'm going to like set something, set up a structure that I think will work, take my best guess, make a decision, do it. We'll get into next year, probably take almost, I don't know, somewhere in the neighborhood of three months off. And then as I get back into everything, be like, okay, is this working? Is it not working? Mm -hmm. What do we need to change? Constant Um, reevaluation. Yeah. And I think just like figuring out what works, like we haven't talked about daycare, like au pair or anything like that yet. So Mm -hmm. we're like still very new, but figuring out kind of, we'll figure out those things as they come. Um, But we'll also do some preparations. um, So kind of making those decisions as we um, progress into that. So yeah. A little, a new adventure. Um, when is your due date? January 4th. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Okay, perfect. That's a great time to have a baby because it's like off season anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it is. That is great. It was just funny because I was like, oh, of course I would have a kid like right when um, I love going home for Christmas to my parents' house in Colorado. And I was like, of course I would not be able to go home. Oh, right. Right. <laughs> That's okay. I was like, I eventually we were going to have to start doing Christmases in Atlanta. So, right. Okay. So tell me how you feel just about your next six months in terms of your business goals in light of your new situation. Yeah, I think I do want to pull back on the volume a little bit, just with the fatigue that I've experienced. I was like, oh God, this is a lot. And can I, am I going to actually get back to hundred percent energy? I don't know. Um, and that's where I kind of felt like, okay, well, if I increase prices and then maybe pull back one to two clients a month, um, or shift them farther out that that works for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think that's what I'm really trying to aim at right now. Um, I've had, I'm getting a couple inquiries a week generally. Um, so that's been good. Um, I've definitely gotten some of the, like, do you offer digitals? Do you offer digitals? I'm like, oh, we may not be a great fit. Right. Right. Um, but uh, so still kind of working on that. We have a big marketing event this weekend, um, at this like dog, dog park that also functions as a bar. Mm. Um, <laughs> so that'll be super fun. Like, I definitely think that'll be a really great way to like meet the community and be out there. And mm. I'm just excited about what we have to offer. So, um, hopefully that will help us fill out the fall schedule, um, and get where we want to be. So I do feel good about where the trajectory, um, I not, I'm not close to 10, uh, 10 K yet, but that's still my North star. Mm-hmm. Um, so mm-hmm. that's what I would love to see on a monthly basis. So. And how many clients was our, I know it was 10 K a month in terms of sales, mm-hmm. but how many clients when we first started talking, were we aiming for per month? I think it was at least five. Mm-hmm. And so you're thinking maybe just bringing that back a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Somewhere, somewhere in the four to five range, I would mm-hmm. still be comfortable with mm-hmm. taking on. I think I had, yeah, I told you, I said like seven clients this month. I think mm-hmm. it was, that was a lot. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And especially in light of being feeling really tired and depleted, but have you, are you like officially in your second trimester yet? 
uh, I guess like heading this week, I'm like okay. starting into week 13, if you will. Okay. It, more often than not, the fatigue subsides and you actually get a lot of energy. Like, I think you're probably about to feel really freaking awesome. And then what's going to happen is you're going to be like, no, I can do this. I'm going to take on all the things. I have all this energy. Let's go. You'll be all perked up. And then in the third trimester, when you start to get a little bit bigger, you're like, oh, I'm tired again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like those October sessions, hopefully the weather cooperates with me and is very nice and not too yeah. hot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like, I'm going to be like, the camera is going to be on the ground and I'm going to be like, can I see this? I think you can do it. I shot <laughs> through the end of October and Evan was born on December 13th. Okay. Awesome. So, and I was fine. I was, I mean, weddings are obviously, you know, longer in terms of duration, like 10 hour days, but, um, I mean, I was tired, but it was okay. Like I probably could have still done family sessions or regular sessions up, uh, like into November. Yeah just a little bit different, but okay. So that sounds like a good plan. Let me ask you about this pricing increase. Yes. That is happening when forthcoming. Um, that's going to be my July goal. Okay. And have you thought about what that looks, is this just like, Oh, it's, you know, I'm going to raise things by 20%, 30% double. Like what were your thoughts? So my printers increased their prices a couple months ago and I didn't adjust with that. Um, so I want to go back, look at what they've got and then increase based on that, probably increase my creation cost. Mm -hmm. Again, to me, it feels worthwhile. Um, and so I'm not exactly sure where I want to land. Um, but I've also wanted to restructure it mostly because like right now my collections, it's like a 20 by 30 the biggest album I have, like, and I want it to be more open-ended because I want mm. people to buy like wall groupings. Mm. Um, and that's what my pro uh, my product guide now kind of anchors to. Okay. Um, so I want to shift, shift gears a little bit more in terms of let's do a fine art, like an art credit album structure that packages a little bit differently and hopefully even maybe increase those a little bit. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really where I kind of want to get to. Um, and I've also put a lot of investment into kind of like packaging and stuff like that. Mm. that I didn't really have factored in previously. Um, so I, def I definitely need to adjust for that on a COGS basis. So Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. So we were actually talking about this this week on our six figure call about cost of goods sold and cost of doing business. Mm -hmm. And I love the spreadsheets and the calculations and you put in the formula and your lab went up 10%. So you go up 10% or you have it to four to five times the cost and you have everything lined up. I love that. Like I'm obviously a big, I'm an engineer. I love numbers. I love math. And I also love making stuff up. So if I, I would look at the lab and see, okay, let's say they raise their prices by 15%. I don't know. I'm just making that up. Yeah. I mean, you could just do a quick translation of like, yeah, okay, I'm going to increase everything 15%. But I also think there's something at play here that I'm going to call the Christie tax. <laughs> and the Christie tax in this new season is highly variable. Yes. So like, in order to get fewer clients at a higher rate, I'm thinking, okay, I'm going to do the math. And then I'm going to look at it, or at least some of the math. I don't think I'm going to go through every single item and look at every single, okay, some people want to do that, that's fine. I don't have any problem with that. But if I start to sense a trend of like, okay, in general, this is going up between 10 and 15%, and I want to just raise my creation of these products, then you know, I, I might just across the board increase everything by 30 to 40%. Yeah. 
but there's no, you know, there's no formula that tells me to do that. So there's a formula that gives you the base. And then there's like, I also have to use my brain to come up with something that makes sense. Like um, Jessica and I were talking about like value-based pricing, like the value of this product, not just the cost of it. Mm-hmm. value yeah. of what I'm creating in terms of the art that goes on the product. And if you wanted to, again, look at those numbers, get like a high level feel and then say, boom, 30%, 40% across the board, everything's going up. What I'm suggesting is that you spend maybe half a day on this. Okay. Challenge accepted. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Some people try to resist. You're like, okay, it's done. Yeah, I'll do it. I mean, I don't, I just, there's like thinking and logic and math involved. Mm-hmm. And then there's like, how does this feel for me in this season based on the number of clients I want to shoot? Yeah. I have a column for Christy's happy price. I love it. Christy's happy price. Love it. <laughs> love it. I was talking to a friend last night at camera club. She photographed seniors and she's already filled for the year. That's and awesome. it's June. And I'm like, Okay. So you've left money on the table, which is okay. You know, you, right. This is what she's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because a high-end client can't even book her and get on her schedule because she's filled. Yeah. So she said, well, I'm getting all these inquiries and I have to refer them out. And I'm like, Ooh, okay. Next year I want you to just double everything. And she's like, double it. And I'm like, you're filled two months or a month before the season even starts. You can't take on any clients. You're going to refer out more than you actually booked. Like, yeah, double the price and see what happens. I think she wanted more of like a reason or a formula for that. And this is what I said. It is a very simple economic principle called supply and demand. There is more demand than she is willing to supply. So she works a full-time job. So she only wanted to take 12 clients. So she booked these 12 clients. And then there's all these other people that want to book with her. And she just does not have the supply to meet the demand. This is when prices go up. This is just like how it works. You know, whether people like it or want to accept it or not, it's actually a very black and white thing to me. Like there's Mm -hmm. only so much Christy to go around. Yeah. So do the, do the calculations and then add your happy price. Okay. Any last minute thoughts or questions? I don't think so. I feel like I have like some really good takeaways for this. Okay, great. Congratulations again. Thank you, Heather. All right. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. If you're listening to these coaching journals and think that you can benefit from having this type of support in your business, well, you might want to join us inside of the Elevate program. You can get more details at hairofthedogacademy.com slash elevate, and we would love to have you in there. Oh, and by the way, that Elevate registration fee includes full access to the Hair of the Dog Academy while you are an Elevate member. So what are you waiting for? Come on over and check it out and come join us inside www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash elevate. Thanks for listening to the Hair of the Dog podcast. This was episode number 201. If you want to check out the show notes for access to any of the resources we mentioned, simply go to www.hairofthedogacademy.com slash 201. Thanks for listening to this episode of Hair of the Dog podcast. If you enjoyed this show, please take a minute to leave a review. And while you're there, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss our upcoming episodes. One last thing. If you are ready to dive into more resources, head over to our website 
at www.hairofthedogacademy.com. Thanks for being a part of this pet photography community.